Welcome to the Evolve WMMA podcast featuring women who go against conventional thinking to pursue their dreams. These fighters inspire, empower, and unleash excellence within a new generation of female warriors as they rise and evolve into the best possible versions of themselves through the power of mixed martial arts. Hey, 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 this is Evolve WMMA, and I'm your host, Shelly Devine. So my next guest is from Manhattan, Kansas, not New York. She has an amateur MMA record of two and two. She is a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu blue belt, and she'll be making her pro debut at Invicta 33, where she'll be facing my last, my most recent guest, Chantel Killer Coates. I'd like to welcome to the show, Ashlyn Page Kleinback. fight that has been in the works I think this is the third time coming up right that and two other times it didn't happen yeah third time's the charm right yes that's what I keep saying <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you wouldn't mind explaining um, what happened last time I, I was like when I did some research on you I was like oh my word you poor kid appendicitis yes the week of the fight it was pretty bad I had to go to the emergency room that night and they took it out so I had to call her up and I'm like I'm so sorry I can't fight wow I mean was that just a fluke or does it I mean I I was curious you know if you if it was set off by anything or like you know fight training or or um cutting weight or anything like that or is just kind of like oh i had an appendicitis i talked to the surgeon and he didn't think it was anything because i was pretty close to weight and everything i didn't feel bad at all and he just says these things just happen people's appendix it just goes all the time so it was yeah, just wow. a weird fluke i mean it can't happen twice so Right, right. Yeah. Was it pain? Was it painful? <laughs> it was really, really painful. Um, probably the worst part was getting told I wouldn't be able. I was trying to argue with him, and I'm like, "Can we just take it out next week?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard. I mean, I heard that it's tremendously painful to have an appendicitis. I mean, like, did it happen like that too? Like, I mean, um, all of a sudden you were like fine, and then boom, you're like, "Oh my god." I mean, I thought it may be something I ate, so I just brought it off as like some sort of weird food poisoning or something like uh -huh. maybe my stomach was upset mm. um so I was probably sick like just sick for like 24 hours before I was like there is something wrong my mom's a nurse too and I called her and she's like I think you need to go to the emergency room <laughs> wow wow were you scared when it um, happened not particularly scared, mostly just disappointed because I'd been looking forward to everything happening. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was rough, but I ended up doing a jujitsu tournament two weeks later, so it all worked out. <laughs> you did. Good for you. Wow. Yeah. Mm. My doctor wasn't too happy, but. 
Yeah. I mean, do you, do you feel like you've recovered appropriately? I mean, this was just September when you had this, right? When you had mm-hmm. the, yeah, appendicitis. I don't know how, what the recovery is for something like that. Can you explain? They, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they did it all laparoscopically. So they just went in with a machine so they didn't have to completely cut me open. So I just have like three little scars on my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just took all that out and he cleared me to start training. He said slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first week. So and it just kind of built back up into it. And I feel like I've come back stronger than ever. Good. That's awesome. Very good. And and you said you had a, you, you competed. How, how long after the appendicitis you competed in the, in the uh, jujitsu tournament? Two weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's pretty quick. That is quick. Wow. Um, so, this is your first pro fight coming up, pro MMA fight. And it's on a major, like a major promotion really is a, a big yeah. promotion for women because I mean, a lot of, you know, if, if you kind of keep going, moving up in the ranks or whatever, sometimes the UFC picks you up. So you're, you're, it, it's, it's kind of like going to the farm, the farm team <laughs> place. So you're really excited to be um, presenting on, on this platform and, you know, for your first pro debut, is there a lot of pressure there too? <laughs> um, everyone keeps talking about like pressure and things like that. And everyone's really excited, but you know, I just love to fight, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I see it as just another, another opportunity to do what I love. And, you know, it's, they're a fantastic promotion and I'm like so blessed to be able to showcase what I can do for them so how did they approach you um i actually fought uh several fights for blue corner in kansas Mm -hmm. city and Mm -hmm. ben um up there is great guy they put on such a great show every year and um he contacted me and he was like um i know you keep trying to fight this girl chantelle and your last fight won't work out and he was like so i got some opportunities for you and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's great. Do you have a manager that helps you out with this or do you do it yourself or does your, your gym, like your coaches help you out with, uh, you know, setting up fights? Um, it's, it's between me and my gym. We kind of just do it right now. I'm, I'm just, I'm really new. So I've just kind of been working on it and seeing what all happens. Um, but Joe Wilkes down at Combata Sports Center sets up a lot of fights and the managers, um, usually just end up talking to me directly. That's awesome. Good. Good. Keep it that way for a while. Yeah. <laughs> as long Try as you to stay can. Out of the politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of keep it that way for as long as you can. Um, so give, share a little bit about how you got started in martial arts. Um, most people, there, there's really not a lot of information on, on you, Ashlyn. So people who are going to be watching and be seeing you maybe for the first time, um, and they're, they're, they're going to be like, okay, so who is this chick? You know, like, what is she, what is she, what can she do? Is she a striker or a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know, player or what, 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 and how did you get into martial arts? I actually started way back in middle school. I was a wrestler. So I just one day came home and I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to join the wrestling team. Um, so I did that for, I wrestled in middle school. I wrestled a few years in high school. Um, and then when I got to college, I didn't know too much what, what was going on. My dad actually got me into it. 
um, he was the combatives teacher on post and introduced me to Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, which was taught by Joe Wilkes on, he worked for the combatives team on the military post as well. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I just kept doing jiu-jitsu and I saw the boys striking in the corner and I was like, oh, I can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first experience when you like kind of were, you know, striking with, with, with the guys? Like, I mean, what was that like for you? Um, it was really, it was interesting at first. I'm the first girl they ever had um, that kind of came over and did stuff. Um, they had a couple girls before Jen case and stuff like that, but no one's really fought out of the gym. So it was a, it was a learning experience Mm -hmm. for everyone. They had to learn how to hit a girl and I had to learn to take it sometimes and to hit back (laughs) even harder. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I know. I, I think there's, there's something to be said about, you know, being able to take a punch in the face and then, and then keep going back, you know, <laughs> like you know, there's something to be said about a woman that can do that. Like, I mean, I know it's not, it's not, um, some people are concerned like, Oh my God, why would you want to do that? You know, like why? Huh? And, and, um, and it does take a special breed to be able to get back in there and, and, and kind of be able to say, Oh, you know what? That wasn't so bad. I'm like, I can, I can deal with this. And it's way more fun to actually strike somebody. So I'm like, I could take a few hits to do it. Right. Absolutely. Um, so you- I, the first thing I always tell people is I'm like, it doesn't hurt as bad as you think. I promise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Unless when, when you're in the cage and you're catching a few elbows here or there or something like that, those suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm like, or a knee or something. I don't know. Um, so your folks seem to, they didn't mind you like wrestling and getting involved in, in this very physical and male kind of dominated um, sport. They were my biggest supporters. My mom, every time, would brag on the stand. She's like, my baby girl, just beat up your little boy. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, But they were always, they're super, super supportive of me, 100%. They loved it. They were all about it. That's so cool because you get you get different spec. I, I mean, I've interviewed quite a few women, and and uh, you get different reactions from from their parents. Like they've gotten different reactions from their parents. You know, their moms or would be like, you know, oh no, what are you doing? And then after a while, they're like, oh okay, you don't come home with too many black eyes or whatever. And they're like, all right, you know. And and now you see, um, and whenever you, I see someone that their parents are because I have kids that. Um, were, like my son is in, in martial arts. My daughter was the one that actually got up, got me and, and my, my ex-husband into it. And uh, she got the whole family into it. She doesn't, she doesn't do anything now, but I think at some point she's got to get back involved in it. And they're, they're a little bit older now. They're in the late twenties, both my kids. But uh, it's just so funny. I'm like, I love it. And I'm like, I would have never known. I wish I had known when I was your age that I liked it so much and had parents that were like, you know, oh yeah, this is cool, but we just didn't know it back then, you know? It's so cool that your folks were were into it for you and, and uh, kind of allowed you to kind of get involved and they were cool with it and supported you in it. So yeah, my dad's done a lot of stuff. He actually works for the state of Kansas on the commission, so he refs a lot of the okay. MMA fights around here. So very cool. That's all. Thanks, Dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So-
So they must be thrilled with this opportunity that you have right now. Oh my gosh, they are telling everyone and all their friends and they're so excited and uh, they're, I think they're more excited than I am sometimes, but. <laughs> yeah, will they be able to go to the event? Will they be there? They will be. They'll be in the front row. Everyone will be able to hear them. So if you go, you'll, <laughs> my mom always yells every time. She's like, don't you let her hit you, Ashlyn. That's so funny. Wow. That's awesome. That's really great. It's great to have your folks behind you for sure. Mm -hmm. So, um, who, uh, well, I guess, well, other than your parents, who, who would you say has played a meaningful role in, in your, your life's journey or influenced you in a positive way? Um, Joe Wilkes, probably. Uh, he's the owner of the gym. He's always really pushed everyone to kind of he's like everyone should try it everyone should try it once you know it never hurts to get in the cage um and he's been backing me the whole time as well as uh justin overton he was one of my big coaches he was the first one to like pull me aside and like really show me how it's done so mm -hmm. cool do you have any aha stories um that that um you know where you've had a moment of realization during your your years of of training in, in martial arts? I mean, every time is like a, oh, oh my goodness, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Every time is like a huge aha moment. Like you just learn things all the time and there's all these people supporting you. And, um, but I think the first time I really like saw the boys doing stuff cause it was just the guys I'd never thought about it. And they were in the corner doing wrestling drills. And I was like, I know how to wrestle. I know how to do jujitsu. Like, why am I not over there with them? Like, what is stopping me from being a part of this group other than they're boys and I'm girls? Mm -hmm. So I think that first moment, and I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big haha. -ha. Yeah, that was, that's it. I was like, all right, it's done. Here I am. I can do anything a boy can do. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> That's cool. That's my attitude. I'm really yeah. bad about that. I'm like, I've had that my whole life and nobody can break me from it. I can do better. Uh -huh. <laughs> it like, makes you want really. to do it more, you know, <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're a girl. And I'm like, all right, now I have to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my goodness. That's so cute. <laughs> so cute. Is it endearing to your boyfriend when you do that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he loves it. He fights as well, so he gets it. He's like, just do your thing. <laughs> That's good. So he's supportive too. Yeah, he's huge support. He's here right now and he was like, okay, getting me ready. And he's like, you nervous? And yeah. But he's always, always in my corner. He'll be at the fights too. So nice. That's great. That's awesome. That's really good. Do you have um, a personal habit or daily routine that contributes to your, your success? Um, I was always kind of taught, like, I've always gotten up really early in the morning, but they were like, get up, make your bed, like, get your stuff in order first thing in the morning. And I think that is huge. And I don't think enough people, especially young people, get up in the morning and, like, get their life together. You know, make yourself breakfast, make your bed, clean your room, get all that done. And then at the end of the day, that way you can focus on it. So I can spend all my time focusing on my training or getting my schoolwork done because I got everything organized and together right off the bat in the morning. 
Yeah, I hear a lot of that from from other fighters. They're really um, focused on on prioritizing and and getting things clear or clutter free. Like if you make a <laughs> bed in the morning and you get like you know okay, I got that all down and I have my my clothes or whatever that I'm going to put on. I have my bags packed. I'm ready to get to the gym. Or if you have a job and you go, it's like totally being mentally clutter free. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very milita- military based. I think there isn't there um with some um I, I don't know if it's is it Jocko Wilkes or something like that really tough and and they're just like okay you know no excuses just get the shit done. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably a military background thing. My dad was in the army for years. Yeah. Um, so right off the bat, I was always taught get up, get organized. Yeah. And, get, and yeah, make your bed. It's make first thing bed. you do when Every you get morning. up. <laughs> huh? Yeah. We had to make our mor- bed every morning. Had to be in school on time. No, you're either five minutes early or you're late. Yeah. I don't know where, like, I, I understand that being a military thing. My mom and the way I was raised, no military background. They just, I don't know what it was, but even like my dad's mother, the, the way that the Scotch, Scotch people, like you got to have like, I mean, scrubbing the floors clean or whatever, but like total. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they had, I don't think they had a military. No, they didn't. And I'm like, what the heck was up with these people? I mean, I was like a little kid making my bed. Boom. Done. <laughs> morning, like done. And I don't see that today. Like I had a hardest time getting my kids to do that both of them and I was like how did my mother they scared the shit out of us yeah <laughs> I don't know what they did but I'm like it, it just it's fascinating to me because I was like how did me and my brother and my sister we were all like right in line mm-hmm. and then I see other people I'm like no they don't do it they got the messy beds and everything I'm like what the hell did my folks do and I get the military thing I'm like I get that they you know like I I completely get that and having your clothes folded and everything but my parents had no military background. I'm like, I don't know how they did it. I really don't. Other than scaring the shit out of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the strap or something. I don't know. That's where anyway. martial arts come in handy, right? You know? Yeah, they, they had none of that. They had none of that. Like, I, I didn't grow up with it. I didn't get it until way later on in life. I don't know what. <laughs> I, and I, I wish I could ask them. They're not around anymore. I was like, what? You know, what was the thing with you people? <laughs> All right, whatever. I digressed. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all wound up now. Um, so uh, tell us a story of a time in your, in your journey or your martial arts career where you experienced failure. And what did you learn from it? And how did you kind of get over it? Like, how did you, what did you do to kind of, you know, put it behind you? Yeah. Um, my first big failure, and I think a lot of people say that, is, like, my first big loss. So I drove out to Oklahoma. It was my second ever fight, Steph in the Cage, and I uh, ended up facing Christina Williams. She's a fantastic fighter. She fights for on Bellator now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I just, I just took a beating. It happens every now and then, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I held my own. Uh, it lasted three rounds, but I just – there's something about you just got beat up on in front of all these people and it, it doesn't make you want to come back um, mm. right off the bat. 
so I had to take some time. I had to train, and I had to remember that, like, I do this because I love it. It's not about winning mm-hmm. or losing. It's because I like to do this because I want to be better. Mm-hmm. So I took that. I had to suck it up, and I had to get back in the cage and start training again. And mm-hmm. so, but that first that first fight right after was a little scary. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds it like uh, having, um, you know, if you're getting beaten up and then you got to go back and face everybody, did you feel humiliated somehow or? I just, not humiliated, but disappointed. I disappointed myself. I had mm. disappointed all these people. I didn't reach these goals and expectations I had set. Yeah. Um, but everyone was behind me. No one was sad, oh. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably, everybody's like, Oh, you did good or whatever. And they wanted you back. And I think it, it's, I, the reason why I say humiliation too, I, I like to identify um, what, what emotions that are being felt. Um, so people, I think once you identify them and you know what you're dealing with, um, which to me, it sounds like shame. You felt ashamed because you didn't win. And and uh, you took a public beating or whatever. And, and that, this is amazing. This is the amazing thing about what you women do. You know, you get in front of, in, in a cage, and there's like people all around you. And you get, you know, one of you is getting the shit knocked. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, but I love this. But it's fun when you win. But when you don't win, it's like, okay, I got to still, like, there's this challenge of dealing with failure. So, um, you know, for any opportunity or any success to come, you have to deal with failure and, and re- sometimes repetitive failures. And I've heard a lot of people with, and you have a Brazilian jiu-jitsu background, right? Like you're a blue belt in, in Brazilian yes. jiu-jitsu. So yes, ma'am. you, I mean, every day you're, you're in there rolling with somebody and somebody's tapping you, I'm sure. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like a mini little, like, okay, it wasn't successful. Let's get back to the drawing board. Yeah, our coach, Joe Wilkes, he has this great saying. He says, you, have, you either um, learn by repetition or you learn by trauma. So mm-hmm. you either got to do one or the other. One's faster, so you'll learn faster with trauma, but it's better to just do a lot of reps. So. <laughs> wow, I like that. That's actually a really great saying. That's pretty cool. I like that. So you learn a lot from him, I'm sure. Uh, he's just like a, that little guru in the corner, you know, just says yeah. all these weird sayings all the time, you know. <laughs> Do you have um, very many uh, female uh, training partners? Um, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I do. Um, uh, we don't have a lot of girls that spar at the moment, um, but we have like seven or eight that all competitively blue belts that we're just neck and neck all the time. So That's great. It's fun. Yeah, I'll go down to uh, Wichita and I'll train with Jessica Middleton every now and then and get some sparring in with her. Wow, that sounds awesome. That sounds really great. Um. So is there anything that keeps you up at night other than like, you know, getting a present at Christmas right now? <laughs> you know, wondering what you're get, wondering what your boyfriend might be getting you. Just put him on the, on the hot seat. <laughs> I'm so ready for Christmas. I haven't got my reindeer tights on right now. Yay. <laughs> um, right now, you know, it's always the fight. Uh, I have graduation on Saturday, so all my finals are next week. And so just the regular stress of everyday life, but I try to put it all away. I got to meditate. I try to think about it. I do a lot of like yoga. Wow. You got to put your life in perspective. 
Cool. That's cool. So you're graduating in what and where and fill us in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm graduating at Kansas State University with a degree in kinesiology. Um, so that, that's this Saturday. Um, Congratulations. Thanks. It's and a then real... next week you got to fight. Yeah, I do. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's a busy weekend, but I'm so excited. Nothing but like good times, right? Oh my gosh, your folks must be so proud of you. Yeah, they have to do a lot of traveling, so they're they're busy as well. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's so awesome. So that's a big, um, huge, um, you know, accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So you you have a kinesiology. Can you give us a description of what that is for people that don't know what kinesiology is? Absolutely. Um, it's kind of like the way the body moves. So, um, very like PTs, um, chiropractic usually have degrees in kinesiology as well, but it's kind of like sports specific training. Um, I have my favorite class in school was gym. So I basically studied, you know, went to school and got a degree in gym class. <laughs> that's so awesome. That's great. That's, that's, that's really awesome. I didn't know that they had degrees in kinesiology. I thought it would be like, you know, sports medicine or something like that, but that's really cool. I didn't know what they had that nowadays. That's really, yeah, it's a pretty new. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, I, I love seeing, uh, people going into alternative health, um, you know, practices or, you know, physical movement, you know, dealing with mobility issues and flexibility issues and, and you're a yoga practitioner too. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been practicing yoga? I just do it at home as like a stretching. So I wouldn't say I'm like a yogi or anything. I yeah. just, I like the idea of like meditation and like stretch, you know, you get beat up all day. You got to yeah. work it out a little in the end. <laughs> yeah. Does that, does the meditation help you with your, your martial arts training? I think it helps focus in general. Like you got a lot, you know, when you have like finals and all this other stuff going on, sometimes you're like, I just need to take a minute focus my thoughts and then be able to put that into action and do what I need to do to get things done. Sure. What is your typical meditation practice like? Um, I've looked at different things on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. They have like walkthroughs of how to get into different meditation modes. Mm -hmm. um, typically I just put everything away and I'm like, I just need to sit and breathe for like one minute and nice. just get ready. Yeah, that's great. That's great that you're doing that now. I think uh, it, it's a lifelong practice. You know, yeah. like those are ones that you can stick with your entire life. I think everything you're doing, it's funny because everything that you're doing, I, I, it's, it's amazing to me that um, female fighters tend to, to get involved in these sort of sorts of practices. Like they get involved, they, they love the striking, they love all, you know, the, the, um, the aggression of, of mixed martial arts. They like getting involved in that and they find it fun. <laughs> then they'll go the other side and do the meditation practice with the yoga. And I guys do it too, but I, it typically seems like uh, the more I have interviewed several women and they tend to kind of go in this and, and actually even uh, studying some, some alternative practices that related body related. So I think it's really cool. Very, very neat to see that in you. Um, what are three, um, things that, that are essential to your success and in leading, in leading an empowered life? It's always hard to like bring it down to three, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But mm -hmm. 
today, it feels like it's <laughs> support. Um, I feel like empowerment, like knowing that you like don't say no is what I've always been taught. Like mm-hmm. push past where you think you can go. Um, uh, probably another one would be just, I don't know. It's hard to think right now. <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can move on. That was good. That last answer was good. Um, what has been your greatest challenge when dealing with say fear and, and how to overcome it? Um, overcoming fear is really interesting because my mom never really let me be like, whenever I got nervous about things, whenever I feared things, she'd always look at me and she'd go, no one's going to take away your birthday. No matter what happens, whether you win or lose, no one is going to take away your birthday. And I was like, the more I've gotten older, the more that's become true to me. You know, like if I lose this fight, if I fail this test, if I, something happens at work, you know, I still got to go to work on Monday. I still got to go to training. I still got to go like the world's not going to stop. And I'm not the center of the universe. Like, Mm -hmm. so this fear is only fear to me. It's Mm -hmm. not real. So I always try to push back that and go to the next step to think that this isn't the biggest thing in the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. So your mom had that sense about her false expectations appearing real. Yeah. <laughs> down. It's amazing. Some people really get that. Like, you know, their entire <laughs> life, they really get it and they can channel like, no, you're not going to go there, sister. You know, <laughs> like you're just not. That's really awesome. I love it didn't that. make sense when I was a kid. I was like, what do you mean? No one's going to, can people take away your birthday? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's just, I know. It's pretty funny that you say that to you. That's just an awesome way to look at things, I think. Mm-hmm. And just to explain, you got it. You got the message, right? Yeah. 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 It took some time and the more and more, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, my, everything my mom ever told me is true. <laughs> wow. That's so good. Oh gosh. That's great. It's wonderful to have a great relationship with your folks. That's just a wonderful mm-hmm. thing, I think. Oh, let's see. So has there been any time in your fight training or career or life where you were told no uh, because you were a woman or you felt kind of inferior or told no because you were a woman and you couldn't do something? I mean, it's always hard because we're, we're playing in a boys club. These martial arts, wrestling, like we're a part of these, like we're outside the club. We can't always be in and you got to make yourself your way in. So you always kind of feel awkward, especially like right as you start and you're new and you don't know what to do. You just feel weird about it but I wasn't ever directly enforced until I first wanted to do wrestling as a kid. Um, Cause you know, I walk up to my mom and she was like, I was like, I want to wrestle. And she was like, what do you mean you want to wrestle? Like you're a girl. You don't do that. You're going to get cauliflower ear. You're going to get beat up. But the minute she saw me pin a boy, she was so proud and she just was amazed. And from then on, like, Absolutely. Like my dad was behind me 100% and they were just like, go for it. This is what you're meant to do. Awesome. Do you see yourself as a role model for girls um, or young women coming up even in the, in the, in the martial arts? It's people always tell me I'm a role model and it's always weird to see yourself that way. You just think you're doing what you need to do, but I always try to 
present those messages, especially to younger girls, that it's not, nothing you do is weird. Don't ever let these boys, don't ever let somebody to tell you that you can't do something. So if you want to do something, if you want to join that club, if you want to be a part of that, then you need to push. Like I want women to push and to exceed the expectations and these limits that they think that they have. So I hope that I can like pave some of that way to make women feel more comfortable and more ready to like push a little bit further because there still needs, there needs to be more women. We need more women to join this and to do this and make people see us that we are just as important and just going to be here to stay. And they can't, they can't back us up. Yeah, exactly. So I, that's why I do this. So you guys have, yeah. you know, you can <laughs> talk about it you can get out there and people get to know you and know that, Oh, I'm not like, you know, a nutty whatever or something, whatever. I don't know what people would mm -hmm. think, you know, like what it is now. I know I back, back, you know, about 15, 20 years ago when, when the men were just starting out in the cage, they were like, Oh, this is like, you know, so brutal. And it was not, yeah. not perceived well. And now that they see more people doing it and women and it's here to stay, <laughs> it can, it's only going up. Yeah, and, and there's going to be greater and greater opportunities, I think, for women as, as things go. We just have to uh, find the, the women that are who want to compete at this level and um, help support them to get there, you know, like, and it's what it's all about, like getting on here, talking about it, getting people excited, getting people to know you, developing a fan base. So speaking of fan base, do you want to give any shout outs to any... <laughs> uh, anybody that's helping you out along the way, or maybe, you know, just call out your opponent, <laughs> anything that you want to do, say, you know, I'm coming for you or whatever. I don't, you know, this is, this is like your little infomercial. Oh goodness. I mean, I always want to get a shout out to anybody that's, that's been there, the, all the people that support me and all this other stuff. But I mean, I have nothing against the girl, you know, we're all women in this one sport and we like we should always empower each other, but mm -hmm. like, I'm going to put up a hell of a fight. So we got to be ready. <laughs> so we will be seeing you on December 15th mm -hmm. on, on, on uh, UFC fight pass at Invicta 33. We, are you guys going to be on Facebook? Will you guys be, I, they, I know in September they had it set up where you guys, you and, um, and uh, Chantel, we're going to be on the Facebook Live or something like that. You're going to be streamed live on Facebook. Are they doing that for your fight this time? Do you know or not? I, I wasn't sure. Um, not that I'm aware of. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that at this moment. I mean, I know my mom will always live stream it, but <laughs> right, right. Yeah. beside that, I haven't heard any official message from anyone um, that okay. they're doing anything like that. So you got to go on a fight pass. Yeah, so it's nine bucks, you know? ten bucks or whatever yeah. to pay fight pass or whatever, UFC fight pass to go on and, and see Ashlyn Kleinbeck kick butt against Chantel <laughs> Coates. And uh, hopefully it's going to be an awesome match. You're, you're about less than two weeks away. And, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you fight and perform. I, I can't wait to see you guys both, you know, go at it. I, I, I just recently did a, an interview with Chantel. She's a sweetheart, too. So it's, it's going to be great to see you guys in there for your first, one, your first um, pro MMA de debut. 
Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? And I mean, what do you think though too? The flyweight division right now is kind of there's no no one no one there. Um, they don't have a, a a title holder. I mean, I think yeah, it's fantastic. Like paving the way, they've just opened so many more doors, so many more weight classes um, up in the UFC too. So I think like I just want to go out there, I want to get my name in that holder, and you know. You always want to go for the belt, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that that's that's on the that's on the you know the ladder climb, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, it was a pleasure having you on the on the show, Ashlyn, and uh, congratulations too for being a graduate too. Um, on you yeah. know coming up this coming weekend, you're I'm sure your folks are so proud, and good luck to you. Um, a safe uh, fight camp, weight cut if you have to do it. <laughs> Um, all that, and we'll look forward to seeing you on December 15th at Invicta 33, kicking ass um, and facing Chantel Killer Coates. Thank you. You are so welcome. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye-bye. December 15th at Invicta 33. So make sure you get Fight Pass. It's it's, um, it's only 10 bucks, you know, and uh, it looks like a great card and helps support women's mixed martial arts by viewing it. If you like what you heard and are eager to hear more, remember to subscribe or download on iTunes and leave us an awesome review. It helps people find the show. You can listen um, while doing other things. You can find us at Podomatic or Shout Engine and even now on Spotify at All Or if you prefer to watch, you can watch us on YouTube at Women's MMA. Or you can simply follow us at Facebook.com backslash I Love WMMA. This is Shelly Devine. Until next time, thanks for listening.